Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is Sunday morning. We are super early. Richie and I have a busy day, and so we're getting started um, at 8 a.m. This is this is pretty oh, absurd. But, uh, but glad to be here. Glad we're doing this after another FSU win. Richie, I know you had a good day yesterday, and the weekend's only half over, but uh, how, how's your weekend been so far? Yeah, it's 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 a really fun weekend for me this week. Every year, um, our work we it's a big charity weekend. So Thursday had a nice golf tournament. Got to go play in. Uh, Paul Azinger's the host, so a Noel shout out to him up in uh, Michigan this time. That was fun. Uh, Friday was work from home conference, and we were done by noon. So it, it's been a blast all weekend. Obviously, loved the game last night. Uh, and then tonight we kind of put the bow on it with the uh, the actual gala going down to the Amway Center. Uh, for Carrie Underwood. Uh, so I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not overly excited, but I think the wife is. You're not overly excited about Carrie Underwood? I would be very excited about this. <laughs> yeah, well, um, well, last time we had John Legend. So, like, going from him to her is like, eh, oh, well. She's much prettier, so. She is, yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll give her that. Um, I'm a huge, huge um, Carrie Underwood fan. Hopefully she just hits, like, all the – she had a Christmas album a couple years ago, and, like, you know, all of December, that's all Carol listened to. And so hopefully she just hits you on the Christmas stuff. Richie, do you have anything in that coffee that you're drinking this morning? No, I, I drink my coffee black. That That is it. No, I didn't mean, like, cream or sugar, bro. <laughs> like, oh, no, that, no, there's no whiskey or nothing like that. This is just straight-up coffee. I, I, had, I had more than um, enough IPAs yesterday. You, you can actually – I was just looking. You can go see me having a pretty good time on the Orlando Seminoles Instagram account on their story. Oh. Goodness, please don't get us canceled. Uh, now, most of the time, oh, they love us. There. We're, most of the time that we're uh, on here, you got something to drink, yeah. and so I just didn't know Let's if that carried over for TJ. Go on. I mean, you know, <laughs> can't say I've never done it before. <laughs> Double fries, no slow. Before I get us in trouble, uh, brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. You can visit both their locations at eighteen eighteen West Tennessee Street and twenty five fifty North Monroe. Um, Appreciate their support. If you're in Tallahassee for any of the upcoming sporting events, we've got a bunch of stuff going on uh, in Tallahassee and in FSU world. I know the football has wrapped up their home schedule, but soccer is still competing in NCAA tournament. They have a game today. Men's and women's basketball is going on. I saw that cross country had uh, the NCAA championships in Tallahassee this weekend. Obviously swimming and diving is going on. Beach volleyball had their, um, Garnet and Gold game yesterday, so a ton going on. If you're in Tallahassee, make sure you pick up a gut box, double fries, no slaw. Um, Richie, first uh, instant kind of reaction, first thoughts on we'll, – we'll get into it. We'll break it down into – in more detail, but kind of initial thoughts, initial reaction on Florida State's win yesterday. Yeah, it's a great win. Listen, anytime you beat a, a quality team on the road in conference, you take it, right, and you're happy. I, I was very pleased with it. It was just a weird game, right? A lot of like odd things going on throughout. Obviously, Florida State jumps out strong. Um, BC kind of narrows the gap, and Florida State holds strong to to you know hold on to that three point lead. But it it was just a weird game. Like it, I felt really good after that first half, really comfortable. That defense kind of dominated, and then uh, you know Boston College made their run, which you know is not unexpected. Florida State, we're not a great football team. I, we're seeing improvement for sure, but. A good team like BC, that's and I do think Boston College is very well coached. Uh, Mike Norvell mentioned that after the game yesterday. 
just happy to, to leave there with a win, man. And now we're sitting here potentially after 0-4 start looking at going to a bowl. I mean, we'll get to it at the very end here and then a lot on Thursday. But, man, the, the battle for a bowl in Gainesville coming up. Which I like us uh, before we even – before we even get into any of that, yeah, Florida State jumped out to an early lead, and you're right. They're not a Florida State's still not a great team. Um, they're not a team that is just going to, in many situations, be able to just run the score up. Um, you know, liked them to put a little bit more separation, and they were probably a play or two away from um, getting BC to to quit. Um, yeah. Had BC in a couple of. Um, spots where they really could have, you know, put the game away. And whether it was, we'll talk about all these things, but whether it was officiating, whether it was just BC making a play, which they did a few times, or whether it was just kind of a, an unlucky break or a review or whatever going against FSU, it seemed like all of those big breaks went BC's way. And, you know, what I'll say is when you can have seemingly all the big breaks go the other team's way, you know, we'll talk about it more in detail, but you think about, man, I, I really thought he was down on the half yard line. And then you look at Johnson's strip sack that gets overturned and, you know, fluky penalties that I don't think were called correctly when all of those go against you and you still find a way to win on the road in conference. Uh, I think it's a testament to um, coach Norvell. I think it's a testament to the staff. I think it's a testament to this team and the leaders like Jermaine Johnson, Garrett Thomas, uh, Jordan Travis and the different guys on the team that, no matter what is going on, they continue to fight. And Florida State made plenty of mistakes yesterday, both on the field and coaching everywhere else. Um, well, I don't know there were a ton of coaching mistakes, but there were questionable things that they go on. And there's, you know, the team is still learning. But fortunately, uh, for the fifth time this year, they've been able to come away with a win as they learn and continue to grow. And early in the year, the same, you know, different mistakes and different things, you know, the team could not have overcome that and didn't overcome no. that. And so it's a testament to the development of this team and this program. And, you know, it, it, we alluded to it, we've talked about it, but, you know, the, this team has the most stable footing of any team in the state right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like the direction that our program is headed compared to the other two. Um, and, uh, you know, we, like I said, we'll talk about it a ton more, you know, later this week, maybe Wednesday since Thursday's Thanksgiving. But uh, I'm excited for uh, I'm excited for that game this weekend. So let's talk about the uh, about the game. Really dominant first half, even from the first drive. The first drive happens, and Florida State's defense gives up a first down on the first play of the game, but then stiffens and forces a three and out from there. Um, Florida State gets the ball back and drives straight down the field. Uh, and if not for a 41-yard drive, that was really even better than that because Travis got sacked um, to make it, you know, fourth and 24, and we ended up having to punt. Um, but kind of a fluky offensive pass interference call. And I talked about this. I jumped on the Twitter spaces yesterday with Peach. Shout out Peach, who was on with me. Um, it looked like and then the commentators talked about this. Obviously, you you know you had all the FSU fans. Just one of several questionable calls, but it looks like their guy ran into ours and fell down because they were both kind of running crossing routes, and, and it wasn't a pick play or anything like that. Like he was just out of position. 
and the ref saw him fall and didn't see what led to that. And so just kind of took the assumptive of, oh, he had to push him down. And that's where he called a penalty. And I, I get it that you think that's probably what happened, but if you didn't see it, there's no way you can throw a, a flag there. And that play would have put Florida state down. Um, and that, that penalty was, where were we down? Like the 15, I think, right. Yeah, you're like, talking about the Jordan Wilson to catch. Yeah. OPI. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we were down to the Boston college six there. It was a 19 yard gain. And yeah, Florida State's been money in the yeah, Florida State's been money in the red zone. And if nothing else, you know, and you'd like to think that we score a touchdown there because we have been absolutely moving it on that drive. But if nothing else, I mean we're going in for three there, right? And and score on the very first drive of the game. And like I said, probably get a touchdown. And so really rough break for Florida State. I understand why the referee threw the flag there. Totally if you're if you're only catching the back end of that play, you assume that it was uh, a pass interference but obviously wasn't and pretty rough to uh lose that much field position and um and lose that game so or lose that drive so but really dominant from the from the start Florida State then forces a, a three and out comes right back scores a touchdown and the offense was absolutely moving in the first half so yeah. thoughts on the uh thoughts on the penalty thoughts on the offense and the defense just kind of complimenting each other, playing really, really well. Actually, the special teams, too. We had a punt down to one there. Um, thoughts, on, thoughts on the team's performance in the first half? I mean, you've you got to be pretty happy with the first half performance, right? Um, you know, especially the defensively. I, I thought that Adam Fuller's side of the ball came out and did it did exactly what they needed to do. I think more than anything, they were just so physical with Boston College. And it, you could tell it, it looked like Boston College, you know, they got kind of tired of it and – you know, Florida State, again, they were just really physical. They have, you know, two straight touchdown drives and they have a punt. Um, you know, they get the safety. That was just a, another big time play by Jermaine Johnson, right? He gets the pressure, uh, but, you know, gets Jerkovic to throw it maybe a little quicker than he would have liked to. And his receiver's not out of the end zone. And, and you know, I, I forget who made the play there, uh, having a little brain part there. Deloach. But Yeah. The, okay, man, how good has he been the, these past few weeks um, to get that play? And uh, for once, a great camera work by ESPN there to catch that. But yeah, that first half, it was just dominant. You know, it's you're up by 16 points and, you know, you felt like BC couldn't do anything. I think they had less than 100 yards of offense. I think 95 yards in the first half. That that was just a, a great total team effort. Really good complimentary football. Yeah. Florida State up, you know, and, and like you said, yeah, complimentary is the best word you can use to describe it because the defense was lights out in the first half. Um, Florida State scored on two straight possessions after that. Um, first drive that ended yep. in the uh, ended in the punt down at the one, but obviously thought that should have should have done a little bit better there. Without that pretty bad offensive pass interference call, uh, drives of fifty yards and uh, eighty five yards. That fifty yard drive. I mean, again, shout out Master Mono. Shout out um, that punt was downed by Jakai Douglas, who continues yeah, to be a playmaker. Play just everywhere, right? Like somebody asked me, somebody asked us last week, I think on the spaces or something, what position is Ja'Kai Douglas? I think he was driving home from the Miami game when I was doing that one. And I was like, I don't know, dude, he's just a playmaker. Like he just shows up and makes plays like everywhere on the field, whether he's running it, catching it, he had some nice catches. I think he went four for 44 yesterday, had Have a 22 we? yarder that was really nice. But 
Um, have we caught so more right. punts that have come off the foot of Mastromano than opposing punters in the past few weeks? Because it I seems like it. <laughs> but that wasn't the only one. That there was yeah. another one down at the four as well. So we caught two on that side. Um, but because we down the punt at the one, and it doesn't go in the end zone. They get backed up. Don't get a first down. We pitch a three and out. Shout out um, the defense for stepping up there again. And then you've got a short field to work with and an offense that had been moving it really, really well. And so uh, Florida State ends up getting into the end zone. Um, there to take a 7-0 lead. BC enters the field goal. Florida State then drives 85 yards. Not a great return. Um, I don't know what happened there. Oh, I don't know if we got like a holding or something, but I don't know why we started on the 15 there. I, I need to go, to go re back and go back and rewatch it. I don't know if we didn't signal for the fair catch correctly or whatever. Started from our own 15, but a nice drive. Um, nonetheless, to get into the end zone, um, to go up 14 to three, Florida State forces a three and out, gets down close again, and has a fourth and one on BC's 39. And it looks like we're going to go for it. However, we had an illegal snap, a false start, and then an illegal snap ended up having to punt it. This one was down at the 10, not by us, but a fair catch by them. They end up getting a safety um, after a couple of losses. Here, Thomas got a sack, and then they ended up taking the safety the next play. Um, Florida State's up 19, I'm sorry, 16 to three, kicks a field goal at the end, and they have to go up 19 to three. And it really felt like, man, that we dominated again, but we should have been up by more. But I still felt pretty comfortable. Like, I yeah. felt like I didn't – I don't know why it shocked me so much, but it didn't really worry me too much that we were going to go uh, go out and win the second half. Obviously, it got kind of worrisome late. But uh, an absolute dominating performance in the first half. Florida State moved the ball at will. Defense was incredible the entire time. And – what I'll say is the coaching by – I loved how aggressive Norvell was um, late in the first half. We punted the ball back to them. I think they got it with – no, I'm sorry. There were like two and a half minutes left when BC got the ball. 226. Um, and BC ran three plays, and we were calling our timeouts because we wanted the ball back. And – uh we ended up getting the safety, so it ended up not mattering. But I loved how aggressive we were there. We go down and kick the field goal. Shout out to Fitzgerald, who got the 36-yarder. ended up being the difference in the game. Um, and BC gets the ball back with 45 seconds left, and we're calling our timeouts again. Like, I love how, you know, Norvell, I think, sensed that things were going in our way, and he wanted to continue them going in our way. And so we ended up getting the ball back, not being able to move it. Uh, but I liked how aggressive he was. I also liked the, how he uh, – how he just kind of chewed up the clock in the last few seconds instead of having a punt, having a chance to make a mistake, uh, the way he kind of just ran Travis around, had him throw it um, on third down, just kind of took the took the play and extended it out just so that it would kind of be a, a loss of time. I thought the coaching there late in the first half was really, really good by Mike Norvell. Force State goes to the half 19 to three and then comes out. And what were you? Okay. So I'll tell you this and then I'll kind of get your thoughts. I was immediately like, okay, if we don't go score on the first drive of this half, then I don't feel comfortable. Like I just – we're only up two scores. 
We've seen us kind of break down late in games before. But Florida State does. Go 75 yards on seven plays. An incredible catch by Malik McClain yes. on the right side of the end zone. Great throw by Jordan Travis putting it where only he could get it. And uh, I was really impressed by not only that drive. We went over the middle a couple of times to Cam McDonald. Travis really looked good on this drive. We had some nice pass, nice throwing. Corbin had a 19-yard run. Treshawn Ward had a nice uh, play on a 21-yard pass to him. And then, obviously, the touchdown to McClain. Uh, Florida State goes up 26-3. to But I thought it was the best job we've done coming out of a half where we just said, hey, we're going we're gonna to go down and score. And we're going to kind of put this thing away. It didn't really put it all the way away, but it it, it was the game-winning touchdown. You know, I did yeah, and obviously we needed that, right? But uh, unlike you, I, I didn't feel like we needed that. I, I felt really good about how the defense was playing. Um, uh, you know, obviously that, that touchdown it, it paid off big time uh, in the uh, final box score there. But yeah, I felt pretty good, so especially when we came out and scored. And I think when we came out and scored that touchdown, obviously you're up 23 points at this point. It, it's hard not to feel good about your chances in the game. But like you said, that what a great you know display by the freshman Malik McLean to go up and make that play. It looked like a, one that we've seen on the opposite end of the field a few times, where you know the defensive back is is there but slightly out of position, and the quarterback just puts it where only his receiver can get it, and that's what happened. So it's nice to have to be on the favorable side of that for a change. Um, but yeah, once they did that, you you had the, the cushion, the wiggle room, and I know. Norvell was asked after the game about did, did they kind of take their foot off the gas and ease up? He's of course says no, but you know, coach speak, but it's easy for a team like this to get a little complacent when you do have a 23 point lead. And it's mostly been pretty easy to that point in the game. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I thought that, you know, things continued to kind of be a little fluky here. I, I didn't feel like Florida state necessarily took, plays off or took the team lightly. I, I just thought that the breaks started kind of going BC's way and, and they made plays, you know, um, you know, you go up 26 to three and then you immediately give up a 45 yard return and they're in FSU territory immediately. And I, I, you know, special teams was hot and cold yesterday, but I would have loved to see them start from the 25, um, you know, we forced them into a third and 11 on that drive. And I would have loved to seen them in a third and 11 from their own 24, as opposed to from our 41. You know, I don't know how, I don't know if it changes the play call. I don't know if it changes the result, but I, I do know that them starting in our territory almost immediately, it kind of made that third and 11, a two down to me from our 40, they were able to kind of open up their playbook and, and have two downs to get that. Now, they ended up getting the first down on third down anyway. But I, I just kind of wonder if maybe that would have limited their playbook a little bit, maybe handicapped them. Special teams, again, was, was hot and cold at times because I, I thought we gave up a little bit too much in the return game. Um, but that would have been a spot where I think if our special teams could have, if we just had a touchback or if we would had better coverage on that kick and we don't give up that long, uh, drive, then I really feel better about it. We talked about this. Jermaine, uh, Kier Thomas got to Jerkovic on the first play of that drive, would have sacked him for more yardage, but he stuck out of the sack and ended up only losing one yard. Yeah. And I thought that was a big difference. We talked about that on the uh, on our preview when we were doing our prize picks, if he would go over under on rushing yards. He did that a couple of times where should have lost like five, six, seven yards, 
and ended up only losing one um, or getting a one or two yard gain. And so he was hard to bring down. Obviously, on that third and 11, um, he runs for 17 yards and gets a first down. They score a few plays later. Um, on that fourth down, man, I don't know how we don't have a pylon cam there. I don't know how they're not looking at that. But the the reverse angle, and I know you couldn't see the ball, but I, it's crazy to me that you can't take two angles where you can see and, and just line them up from a timing perspective because I don't think he was in. I, I think yeah. that we stopped him on that fourth and goal. Um, when you look at the reverse angle, it does show that he's down and his body's behind it, but you can't see the ball. And so, like, you know the ball is against his body, but since mm -hmm. you can't see it, you can't rule it the other way. Not that it should come down to a fourth and in inches anyway, but I really think that Florida State got that stop. And so kind of a fluky, weird drive slash finish to a drive, and BC gets on the board to make it 26 to 10. Well, a touchdown on the board to make it 26 to 10. Um, did you think he was down? Did you have a take there? What were your thoughts? It's it's so hard to tell. I, I believe the original call in the field was he was in, right? So – so it made it tough. I, I don't have a problem because it's a, that that's the biggest thing when the, you have to have clear confirmation uh, to go against it. I didn't think he was in personally, but again, if the call on the field was a touchdown, I didn't see a whole lot to you know confirm that he absolutely did not get in, which was at that point, that's the standard you're trying to set here. Uh, so it, it was frustrating, but at the end of the day, I mean, you, you talked about that TJ, how uh, you know, he can make a 12 yard sack into a one yard loss instead um, but still, on the day, he had 17 carries for 59 yards, three and a half a run, long as 17. If you would have told me that before the game against this guy, I would have probably said, yeah, I, I like our chances if, if, you know, he's running the ball that many times. Obviously, there's some sacks in there as well, but he, he didn't kill us on the ground, right? He made a couple big plays, but it wasn't like, you know, Malik Cunningham just running all over or, or like Lamar Jackson in, in 2016, you know? They, they did a pretty good job with him given his athletic ability, and they really didn't let him get comfortable at all. He had a really rough day throwing the ball. It's just 10 for 14 for 148 yards, a touchdown, a pick. Uh, Jordan Travis, once again, clearly the best quarterback on the field. Oh, yeah. He went off. And you've got his stats, too. 20 for 34, 251, three touchdowns, no picks. Um, I mean, he was he was great as a passer. There were yeah. times that he – I, I think about the, the drive where he threw the ball behind Parchment, responds three plays later with the touchdown, you know, and um, – Parchment, that still hit Parchment's hands. They won't tell you they yeah. should have made that play. But um, really impressive there. Um, and then even the next drive, I think things kind of continued to be fluky. Um, yeah. Florida State drives down to BC's 34. They're going to go for it on a fourth and five. We've got offsetting penalties, which I don't know how, uh, um, you know, illegal formation and uh, roughing the passer end up being offsetting. But, you know it is what it is i guess and then on another fourth and five we we must have liked the matchup because we got the first down and they said that we didn't have enough guys on the line of scrimmage kind of a weird call because they said the offensive lineman was just kind of lined up too far backwards i don't know i mean usually you'd you'd have the ref like the ref's not there to to i don't know i mean it's the acc it, it was ticky tack yeah that yeah was. usually you'd like warn him you know like hey and maybe yeah, you had like waving back or know, but like yeah. hey you just you know, John, you're not all the way on the line. Yeah, next time I'm going to throw a flag on it or whatever. But and so Washington gets flagged for that. Ticky tack, fluky. Another great punt by Master Mono down at the BC four, and you're thinking like, okay, well we're up ten at this point. 
I'm not. Oh no, we're up. We were up uh, thirteen. 16 at this point, 26 to 10. And you're like, all right, they got to go 94 yards. We should be good. Ended up not being the case. Um, a pass interference called on Brendan Gant, which really don't like the way that that was called. Um, thought that thought that, that was kind of a, a rough one. It looked like he was getting held. Looked like both guys were kind of going at it at the same time. But again, not to be the complaint about officials guy, but it seemed like every big call kind of went against us. That continues the drive on. Um, Jerkovich finds uh, Travis Levy for 17 yards down to our 10. I think that's the one with DJ Lundy on him. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, they just made a good play. I mean, I think that was a really good play that they made. Um, they caught us in a bad matchup and found their talented running back against a guy that was flat footed in coverage and, and exploited it. You know, there are times that we made plays and, and we don't, you know, I think that that was just a really good play by them. And they cut it to 26 to 16. And you're like, man, there's a lot of time left. There's like 10 minutes left. We need to go out and do something. Unfortunately, we don't. We get one yard on three plays and put it right back to them. And they're starting at our own 50 um, with 12 minutes to go. And I was like, oh, man, this is not good. This is not good at all. I just thought we need to score one more time or get yeah. a couple of stops. And uh, what was your mood going to this fourth quarter only up by 10? Yeah, definitely feeling it a, a little bit at that point, right? Because uh, you've seen that, you know, in college football in general, a 10-point lead uh, with 15 minutes is nothing, right? That's That can be erased in, uh, you know, 70 seconds sometimes. But I, I do think the officiating, again, and I I think we both don't really like to be, oh, the refs were just horrible, but they they were not good, right? Florida State's defensive line was dominating Boston College's front, and Boston College did not get a single hold called on them in the second half. They only had five penalties total. I'm sorry, when a defensive line is that dominant and you're playing from behind and having to throw the ball and, and they don't get hit with one single holding penalty, that, that to me was a little funky because, again, it's not like Florida State's defense line isn't any good where they're just you know being handled. No, they were dominating Boston College. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, at this point, you know, the lead is shrinking and you probably don't think – I know I didn't think 26 points would be enough to win the game at that point. Uh, in time, I thought they needed to get at least the three more points and probably another touchdown to feel good about it. But they found a way to hang on, and, and you know, Florida State comes away with the win. Yeah, when we got the ball back, uh, they scored. Um, they scored to make it twenty-six to sixteen, and and we were up by ten getting the ball back. And they missed that two-point conversion, which was which I thought was big. Um, but when they missed that two-point conversion to keep it a two-score game. Uh, 12 minutes left. I just kind of thought to myself, Hey, all we got to do is, is go, um, go score one more touchdown. And I think we're good. If we can score one touchdown this fourth quarter, I don't think they score three times. We also didn't talk about this, that roughing that unnecessary roughness on the fourth and nine punt. We punted that to their 35. They'd have had to go 65 yards for their touchdown instead of 50. Um, our defender got blocked into theirs and just hit his legs. They're, they're, the guy catching the punt didn't even fall over, just kind of rolled into his legs. And then he kind of like stumbled a little bit and walked off the sideline. And to get a 15 yard penalty on that, yeah. getting blocked into the guy, it's that's really tough, man. Like, yes. I don't, I, I just think that's very ticky tack. We didn't talk about the, the, the Jamie Johnson play where Robinson. he got thrown out massive. I hate that so much that you don't even know, Richie. I mean, I know all of us, you fans hate that right now, but I hate that so much. Um, I'm just happy that because, happened in the first half because yeah, otherwise we'd be without out, him for the Florida yeah, game. Yeah, for week. UF. But it's frustrating that a kid is just 
committing to a tackle and there's no intent to injure, there's no maliciousness. He's committing to a tackle and then a quarterback slides afterwards, a quick slide happens and he gets kicked out of the game for it. For I, so little helmet to helmet contact, so yeah. little arm to helmet contact. And again, if the defender is committing to the tackle before the quarterback slides, the, the defender went low. Jamie went low because you're not allowed to go high anymore. He went low, and then the quarterback then slid backwards. Like, I, I don't know how you expect Jamie Johnson in the middle of, like, how to, he, he takes his momentum and all of a sudden, like, darts off another way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just physics will not allow this. And so, so frustrated to see him go out. Well, that's, that's and I do think that that led to – that led to some of our issues in the second half with not having him in there. He's been our best defender for the entire uh, best secondary guy for the year. And so frustrating. And obviously I'm still hot about it even after it went. Yeah. He's, he's kind of the quarterback of the defense and, and you saw that when he went out, but th th that was a situation where I, I hate the rule, but I don't hate the call, right? The ref is just doing what he's been trained to do. I, I can't get mad at the refs for calling that and even confirming it because as small as it looks on TV by the letter of the law, you can make an argument there. So again, it's one where I absolutely hate the rule and how it's interpreted, but I don't have a problem with the ref making that call. So, so I've seen, so I'll I, shocker here, but I'll disagree with that. I've seen refs like try to judge intent. And I think they're, I think I've seen refs like that could have called it by the letter of the law. And then they've not because yeah of that exact situation where a defender launches, not launches. Cause like that's the target too, yeah. but where a defender makes a move and then the offensive player, like you can't, like you can't go out for, I don't know. It's like going out. It's like me and you going out for target practice and you shooting a gun and me jumping in front of it and say like, Oh, he shot me. You know, it's like, well, that's, you know, you jumped in front of the target, right? Like if, if, if the defender's going low and making the tackle the right way, yeah. and then you well, it's, it's this get a targeting the, into him, yeah. I, I don't know. I've seen – I see what you're saying. Like, did he yeah. apply it by the letter of the law? Yes. But I've seen refs, like, yeah. not call in that situation because the quarterback, well, like – It's like a quarterback running on the sideline. Like, you, you know you can't hit him, right? And we we talked about how he benefited from that against Syracuse because that Syracuse defender could have taken out Jordan Travis. Instead, he gets an extra 20 yards. Um, then Florida State gets hit with it at Clemson, and they're like – I disagree with it, but you know that's going to be called every time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was such a clear case of not like there was no bad intent. He was did everything he was supposed to. Just their helmets did barely touch at the end there. So I, I again, I hate the rule, but I can't get upset with the ref for that just because targeting in college football is it's a problem, right? It, it really is. Yeah, it's it's one thing if you wanted to. I thought there was a play later where he slid, and I don't remember who tackled him, but we we hit him as he was sliding. I thought that was more egregious than yeah. Johnson's, like I, without a doubt. Like I thought that I was like Robinson, there goes Robinson. fifteen yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Robinson. Um. So anyway, but we do get him back this week, so that's big. All upset about it. So Boston College gets the ball back. Florida State goes seventeen yards. Has to punt on a fourth and one. We took a delay of game out of a timeout. Not great there. We actually got the first down, um, but the whistles sounded and Florida State didn't get the snap off in time. Uh, great punt by Master Mono. Another one where where we punted forty seven yards to the BC eleven and basically said you're going to have to go eighty eight, you know, eighty nine, ninety yards um, to beat us. Obviously not as far to tie it up. Uh, BC puts a nice drive together. Um, but ends in a, I mean, ends again 
um, with a lot of pressure by Keir Thomas and Jermaine Johnson up the middle and on the edges, um, and a pass is intercepted by Akeem Dent to seal the deal. Florida State gets the win, 26-23. to 23. Uh, And Norvell did a good job on that last drive of making sure that every second was accounted for, just like he did in that first half. Uh, I thought the third and 12 where Jordan Travis basically just took a deep snap and ran around for a couple of seconds and held on the ball tightly. Boy, that scared me a little bit because he's not a huge guy. Um, <laughs> no. You got all those defenders in there clawing at it, but shout out to Jay Trav who held on. I was like, man, I don't love this right now. What yeah. play is going on? Like, just go down, bro. Yeah, we, so, we need you next up, week. <laughs> man, and we ended up taking a snap with like five seconds left. Uh, Jordan Travis obviously scrolls to, uh, rolls to the right, throws it out of bounds. Uh, the game is over. I was hoping there would be two seconds left because I wanted us to spike it. I wanted to spike oh. it with two seconds left. <laughs> oh, just yeah, to, just to be <laughs> petty. See, like, that's why I'm not a college football coach. Also because I, you know, don't know obviously as much as these guys. But that's why God will never let me be a college football coach because I would do that. I, I would spike the ball with two seconds left just to be petty about last week. So, <laughs> to end anyway, the game. Florida State gets the uh, – <laughs> that's why God won't let me have the things like that. But uh, Florida State gets away 26-23, sets up a uh, – uh, a matchup with the Gators who ended up losing to Missouri in overtime on a really exciting play. Uh, Missouri went for two and ended up getting it sets up a matchup to uh, see who goes to a bowl right now. Um, third downs. were not great in this game. Wow. I think we converted two third downs in the first half. We were moving the ball so well that I, you know, it ended up not being a big deal because we didn't get to third down a lot. We yeah. did a good job. Um, just kind of, moving the ball at will two for 10. I don't know if that ESPN stat is correct, but I, I know it wasn't great. Um, I, I would need to go back and rewatch that. Cause I, I kind of remember a couple more than that. So I don't know if I'm just off or, or what the situation is, but um, two for 10 there. Um, did you see the Kier Thomas, Jermaine Johnson sod video? I did. That was, that was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so, so, so <laughs> you want to explain it real quick or. Yeah, they, they, you know, Keir Thomas cuts it first, and Jermaine's like, oh, get a big piece, get some from me. He's like, oh, you're going to go too. You're going to go too. And there's a BC fan in the background screaming, you know, what are you doing? What the F are you doing? What are they doing? It's a piece of solid that gets replaced every week anyway. You know, it's just, it's not as big of a deal as that fan was making it. And so yeah. it, it was pretty hilarious. Well, thing, every, every school knows we do that, right? And they just send us a bill right. and we gladly pay up. Like, all right, yeah, but send us the bill. I remember Bobby Bowden said that one of the most expensive bills he's ever had to pay was from uh, the Superdome in New Orleans after the 99 national championship. He's like, hey, it was worth it. So they, yeah. they know what happens. Like anyone who NBC has been in the ACC long enough now that you know that's going to happen. We did it when we ended Matt Ryan's Heisman hopes in 2007 and we did it again. So it, it was hilarious. That guy, he was, yeah, very colorful language and very loud. And you could hear Jermaine just laughing it off. He was hot about that. He did not like that at all. Um, to be fair, I guess to them, they don't see that often. Not yeah. very often that they have a chance against us. So yeah. they had a chance yesterday and didn't capitalize. So look forward to beating them down in Tallahassee again next year. Um, players of the game, uh, I think on offense, you know, it's hard to go away from Jordan Travis, who was fantastic again, 251 yards. Corbin was nice with 62 yards rushing. He went under the 71 and a half that we had, but uh, got really, really close. That line was set very well. Um, You know, I, I thought that Wilson was good. McDonald did a good job. I mean, we obviously spread the ball around. Ja'Kai Douglas, you know, probably deserves yeah. a game ball. Four catches, 44 yards, a big one for 22, and then he downed that punt at the one. 
that yeah. led to Florida State's first touchdown. I thought that he was very, very good defensively. Man, Keir Thomas had two sacks. Jermaine Johnson didn't have any sacks, did have a tackle for loss and a couple of QB hurries. Keir Thomas had six QB hurries yesterday. He, I mean, Keir Thomas gets the game ball for me, but uh, I thought the entire defensive line put pressure on him all day and forced him into things that he didn't want to do. I think he was like five for 13 or something like that at the half. I mean, he was playing terribly, a little bit better uh, in the second half for sure. But uh, yeah, it's hard to, to overlook Jermaine. Um, and uh, really, Kier was 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 massive. Kalen Deloach was really, really good as well. Um, he got the safety. And shout out to secondary, who struggled a little bit in the second half, but did, really did step up. Uh, a lot of Boston College's um, big plays were on Jerkovich scrambling, but they did a good job with uh, Robinson out of there. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll go with Deloach because he's a guy that, you know, pretty highly touted recruit who hasn't done a whole lot since being here. But these past few weeks, he's just getting better and better, right? And to where you you feel pretty good about him coming back at, at linebacker next year. Uh, but seven uh, seven tackles, five solo. I think he had what two tackles for loss and the the pass defended and the safety. Yeah, that that's a big time game, and and we needed every single one of those tackles. We needed that safety. Um, we needed all that to happen. And then offensively, you know, it was really a team effort. I mean, Jordan Travis is who you kind of have to pick, but. Uh, Ontario Wilson, you know, three catches. He had the big 41 yarder. He, he had the touchdown where he kind of, you know, went back like five yards just to gave up some yards yeah, and then, just yeah. to get back like, there and, and find the end. Oh, zone. good job. <laughs> I think, he, I think he had the first down, gave it up and then gets the touchdown. I'm like, all right, we'll take that. Um, but yeah, Jordan Travis, obviously uh, he's the guy, right? And if, if he plays like that, the way he's been playing as a passer, I think it was Sonone over at 247 put it out there. Last week, he ranked eighth in pro football focus, and this week he was an, another tw- top 20 uh, passer in the country, not just quarterback and running, but uh, as a strictly a passer, top 20 after being top 10 last week. If he brings out to the swamp, I think we're going to be pretty happy here next Sunday. Yeah, for sure. Um, Got to roll out of here really quickly, but uh, Adam Fuller breaks the rock. I- I'm I'm fully a, fully a Fuller believer. See what I did there? Uh, and and I, I don't expect any changes there on the defense uh, with him being the coordinator next year. I think his seat is nice and cool right now. The defense yeah. is playing well. I think you can even kind of look to the – we talked about it, the, the drives that BC did go down a score on. They started two of them in FSU territory, um, and the other one was aided by a pass interference call. Um, and, and, then, we, and we talked about them on I the thought preview. thought we got that stop. Yeah, we talked about it on the preview. When you have a guy like Zay Flowers as a weapon, you're not going to keep him contained for the entire game. And he no. just made like two really, really nice plays. And you just got to kind of tip your hat to him at that point. But yeah, other players, they're on scholarship too. You know, people say it all the time. But that, that Zay Flowers, man, it, we kind of did a good job keeping him contained. But when he had a chance to make a play, man, he he was electric. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, at the end of the day, the other team's going to make plays. You go on the road and you give up 23 points. Uh, that's that's not horrible. Um, you, you'd like it to be under 20, but um, you held them under what, you know, this game obviously went under, you held them under what their team projection total was going to be. And like I said, two of those drives started in FSU territory. It's hard to it's hard to be really, really upset with uh, the defensive performance there. Yeah. Fluky game at times. I think that it's competent officiating away from being a blowout. So uh, the, the biggest thing I have um, before we get out of here, uh, Florida State soccer plays Pepperdine in the uh, – a trip to the elite eight is on the line. So if they win this, they are one round away yeah. from the uh, final four. So 
Shout out to FSU Soccer, who won 5-1 to one the other night. They play again today at 2 p.m. on the ACC Network Extra. Go check them out if you're in Tallahassee, picking up that gut box. So shout out to them and all our other athletes that are competing. Um, shout out to you guys for hanging out with us on an early Sunday morning as we talk about another FSU win. Excited to get to uh, Gainesville this weekend. Richie, you got any closing thoughts? Um. No, just uh, basketball today at 5.30. So Loyola Marymount is coming to the TLCCC. Uh, not a great showing against Tulane. I, I'm really wanting to get one of these basketball minutes off, but I, I, I'm going to need the team to earn it. So hopefully today they, they can do that. Richie is a uh, – he's not he's not you basketball minutes if you guys are sucking. So we'll, we'll move the basketball minutes to the women's team who's dominating. There we go. Right now, so. That'll be fun. Um Thank you guys for hanging out. We'll be back uh, later this week to preview the Florida game. And then I'm excited to get to Gainesville and hopefully beat the heck out of them. So you guys have a good one. Appreciate you hanging out. Go Knowles.